It's time for your NBA fix. This is the Big Show Daily Assist. Featuring all the latest news and insight on the association. Now joining the Big Show. Senior NBA writer for The Athletic, Sam Amick. On 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Your NBA assist brought to you by Lee's Heating and Air. Check them out online, leesheatac.com. Let's get out to the Sprint Special Guest Line, lease any phone, and get an iPad or Samsung tab for $99.99. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. It makes the magic happen for the athletic. He's our good friend, Sam Amick. Sam, first and foremost, of course, happy holidays. How are things in the Amick household? Happy holidays, guys. Things are good. It's been nice to have everybody around a little more than normal. We uh, we kept it local on a holiday, and I did not cover a game on Christmas Day, which is the first time in a long time that's been the case, so no complaints. Did the guys have a Merry Christmas? Did you uh, help Santa provide uh, all kinds of mayhem? They did. They did well. They always seem to do well. We try to Certainly kind of make sure their heads are in the right place as far as thinking about others as well. Uh, we, we have, uh, I'm, I'm confidently, you know, sharing that I don't think they're listening to, to uh, Utah radio, <laughs> but uh, we have one believer in the house and, and one non-believer ah. when it comes to uh, the, the man in the red suit. So it's a funny line that we end up walking. Um, so it was, it was a good time, though. We had fun with it. I'm just trying to process what Gordon meant by mayhem there. Like, what, what are, the kids, are the kids getting flashbangs for, for Christmas? Like, what are we talking no, about? No, but Sam has told us about his kids. They're good, healthy, fun kids, and they like to stir it up okay. a little bit. All That's right. all. All right, just, just make they it are. sure. One quick anecdote I think I'll share. The closest we came to mayhem um, was this really super cool remote-control car that goes on the side of the wall. Like, it actually climbs up the wall. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, it's kind of wild. It's got, like, a little suction component to it. But I was I was breathing a sigh of relief for, um, I forget which of my sons did it, but he tried to drive it on the, the ceiling, and that's just going a little too far. And he came about six inches away from having the uh, the car fall off the ceiling and smack their mother on the head, which would oh, no. not have gone over well no. See, at all. See, so. that's what I'm talking about. Okay, I got you. I got all you. Right. We're all on the same page. Uh, Sam, the, the Jazz got a huge win over over the Clippers, and they've been playing some subpar teams and playing a little bit better, and now they make a move with the Jordan Clarkson move and certainly want to get your thoughts on that. But they go out and then they beat the Clippers. It, it felt like a statement here in Salt Lake City. What do you think? It did, and I know I'm going to sound like I'm, I'm kind of like you know placating the local crowd here, but in defense of the Jazz and Jazz fans, I, I didn't love how the Clippers immediately went to the "oh, we were sick" card. You know what I mean? Like, man, everybody after that game uh, on the Clippers side was trying to make sure the whole world knew that they were sick and they were all under the weather. Um, but a big win, you know what I mean? This is a Jazz team that. It's interesting. I made this comparison recently. Um, they're like that baseball pitcher where they've got like a you know a fifteen and five record. The ERA is like you know four and a half five. You know what I mean? Like the record's actually pretty good, but they're not scaring anybody when you break down the numbers. And they needed a win like that to I think start showing that they are finding their way. And they've had to make it through a lot of stuff. Obviously, Mike Conley being out quite a bit has been the, the first thing but that was a big win for them and then to see Donovan kind of play like a star on that stage with other stars on that court I thought was big too 
What does that mean for a team? Does a team have to have a star in order to win? I, I guess the answer is yes. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, at least one. I mean, it's and that's where the Jazz. I mean, Rudy Gobert is one of the most unique stars in the league just because of of his skill set. And so, um, you know, that's always been the debate. You know, do they need more star power out there? You know, Mike. I mean, I mean, listen, Mike Conley's had a wonderful career. I think anytime you're getting a guy this deep into his career, it's going to be also debatable. Like, you know, how do we quantify his star power? Um, but yeah, you got to have at least one to be a top tier team. You know, in today's NBA and in this Western Conference. I mean, just look at the squads they're going up against. You guys know just kind of what that list looked like. You know, Lakers, Clippers. Rockets uh, all the way down. These teams have dynamic duos and they have star power. But the Jazz have been puzzling because, you know, we've talked before about how they had all this continuity that you would think would serve them well. And then you were combining that with some new infusion of talent. And in a perfect world for Dennis Lindsay and Quinn Snyder and the rest of that group, you know, those two things would have come together really seamlessly. And instead, it seemed like it actually was a step backwards for them, and they had to kind of rediscover themselves. All right, Sam, I want to get your thoughts on the trade, flipping uh, Dante Exum for Jordan Clarkson. There were a couple of second-round draft picks uh, included in that deal, but uh, kind of two aspects, the addition of Clarkson, what that does for this team, and then the Jazz making the difficult decision to uh, move on from Dante. Yeah, I mean, that one's tough because they, they, they were trying to bet kind of, you know, to be ahead of the Dante Exum curve, and they certainly had drafted him and believed in him and waited for him from a health standpoint and still believed in what he could do, and, and a guy who, you know, at his best is a two-way player, uh, but who just, you got to know, you know, when the ship has sailed when it comes to, doesn't mean Dante can't find his way going forward, but, you know, this particular relationship with this particular team, it just, it wasn't working out, and Jordan is the kind of guy who uh, has more of a track record that you can actually point to and, and kind of you know look and see what he can do as a role player. As a guy who just, just bottom line knows how to score the ball. I mean, he's not going to ever be uh, any team's number one guy, maybe even number two guy, but he knows how to score the ball and, it, it, you know, gives him more juice and offense certainly has been an issue for the Jazz. So, you know, I like it. I mean, it's I'm sure it was hard for them culturally – to uh, to make that move because you know it, I think it's genuine when they talk about guys within their program who they believe in and, and are trying to you know kind of make these things long term partnerships. Uh, but obviously it just wasn't happening with Dante and and so you know we'll see if Jordan can help him a little bit. Sam, what do you make of the way Joe Ingles plays the game? I love it. I mean, um, I don't know specifically which part you're talking about, Gordon, but I think. You know, he's savvy, he's smart. I mean, it's it's probably a little maddening to Jazz fans that he certainly can be inconsistent. Um, you know, part of that, though, is I think a product of his willingness to sacrifice, and he just he doesn't ever force the issue in terms of his own game um, because it's not about the box score for him. He's, he's a winning basketball player and a guy who, you know, who's going to just go out and do what he's got to do. He's been playing really well lately, and, you know, th- that is one of those – kind of barometers for a team like the Jazz. Uh, it's certainly not as extreme as the Utah Jazz go the way Joe Ingles goes, but it's just, it's one of those things that, you know, you're not going to find a lot of wins when you study the box score and see that Joe played terribly. It's, I think it's tough for them to win, you know, with Joe um, coming up empty, 
But he just, you know, he's fun to watch. I mean, listen, we all love the, the fact that he looks like the, the you know, kind of the, the, uh, the fix-it man next door. Like, he could be your neighbor, and he does not look like an NBA player. And then he goes out there, and he's one of the most kind of underrated trash talkers in the entire league. But then, you know, once you get him off the court, just a phenomenal human being and a, and a guy who, uh, you know, is as good, as good as they come on that front. So uh, I'm a big Joe Ingles guy. All right, Sam, before this next question, I, I think it would be a good time to mention that you folks at The Athletic have a 50% off end-of-year deal for new subscribers because I want to ask you about the bomb you dropped on The Athletic uh, going back a few days ago before uh, before Christmas, talking about what happened with the recruitment of Kawhi Leonard. Now, I, I understand you can't give us the whole story, but give us a, give us a little taste of, of what you uncovered. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting stuff. Been working on it for a couple months. Um, just continued to hear rumblings that the Lakers were displeased with the way that Kawhi and his camp had handled free agency in July. And then, I mean, listen, no one will be so shocked to hear this, but yes, when you're in the media, you occasionally you know, strategize certain stories to attach them to certain events. And you had the Lakers and Clippers facing off on Christmas Day. And so um, this is actually a story that, that I thought about kind of publishing and getting out there going into the regular season back in late October. And once I wasn't able to get all the information secured and the story written by then, I then was kind of holding my breath saying, well, can I make it to Christmas day? Because I think that would be a good time to drop it. And you're always nervous that somebody else in the media is going to jump on it before you. Um, The the short breakdown is that, um, you know, when it comes to free agency, um, it is against league rules for teams to, to uh, offer anything that's outside the collective bargaining agreement beyond really the player contract, you know, um, and in the talks between Kawhi's uncle, Dennis Robertson and the Lakers and the Raptors and presumably the Clippers, he had made some pretty uh, outlandish requests um, in those conversations, everything from a house that he would potentially live in to a plane that would be uh, accessible to, to him and his family uh, at all times. And then last, but definitely not least, um, part of the team, part ownership of the team, which all those things are not permitted by the league. And so the NBA did investigate the Clippers, did not find any evidence as of uh, as of now to indicate that they permitted, or I'm sorry, that they you know complied with any of these requests. But it was it was a major thing, and this is even more so. What got my attention, guys, was that it's not just you know a thing about the Lakers and Clippers. This became league wide at the Board of Governors meetings in New York in September. And Adam Silver, in those meetings, was focused uh, quite a bit on tampering and about playing by the rules. And people I talked to in that room and owners and executives had said that that was all about um, Kawhi's uncle and the things he had asked for during free agency. That was the driving force behind you know the summer of, of discussing tampering. So um, certainly an interesting story to work on. It was, it was kind of glad to get it off my desk. So, no evidence, but Sam, with your reading between the lines and whatnot, uh, I guess I'm asking you for your opinion here more than reporting any kind of fact, but do you believe that there is cheating going on? Um, I, I don't, I just, I'll go with the evidence, Gordon. Like, I don't have any reason to believe that right now. Uh, you know, I think, for one, what struck me, and this kind of answers your question, you know, Part of my hesitation to run the story was I wanted to make sure that I wasn't 
making too big a deal out of something that people within the league saw as no big deal. Like if people had told me, no, man, you got to understand players are asking for part ownership all the time these days. We just have to tell them that, hey, we can't do that. And I got quite the opposite reaction. I got owners telling me, like owners who have seen a lot and done a lot, saying, no, this is bonkers. Like players don't ask for this stuff. Like they couldn't believe that Kawhi's uncle had asked for this stuff. And so as far as the Clippers are concerned, um, it is mildly uncomfortable in terms of like, yes, the league investigated. Yes, they, they did not find any evidence. But I think um, if I'm being honest with you guys, like the part that probably takes the Clippers off is that they thought they were cleared. And my information is that that's not necessarily the case. It is the inherent nature of this kind of investigation is that it is kind of inevitably uh, still open, oh, meaning that if more evidence came to light, they would still look at it. They're, the league is reticent to to say that a team is cleared because the, you know they're cleared until they're not cleared, and so um, you know the Kawhi is going to be in his kind of his dealings are going to be under uh, a microscope of some sort. I think for as long as he's with the Clippers. Sam, happy holidays to you. Thanks, as always, for jumping on with us. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you in the new year. You got it, guys. Early happy new year. Thank you. Back at you, Sam. Thank you. Sam Amick of The Athletic and his his piece uh, from that Lakers perspective was really, really good. And again, just to mention, they've got a 50% sale going on right now at The Athletic for new subscribers. So jump on board and uh, and consume all of Sam's work. He's just Terrific. Simply one of the best. Do you think the NBA, more than any other pro league, has more of a soap opera tone to it? Yes, I do. Um, And I think that it's that way for a a few different reasons. One, there are fewer players, so we can, frankly, get to know them a little bit better simply because there's fewer of them. And they're more recognizable. It's more – yes, I mean, they're running around out there in shorts and a tank top as opposed to have a helmet on their head. Well, and they're tall. They're big people. They they stand out in crowds, things like that. And it's a superstar-driven league more so than any other sport. And so these superstars – it's – it's no wonder that the NBA is more progressive from a player's standpoint than other leagues because those players have so much more say. It's it's not a coincidence that load management is an NBA thing, you know, and yeah. all this player empowerment stuff, including, and we can talk about what he, what he was saying about Kawhi and all these demands, but I, I don't think it's any coincidence that that's happening in the NBA. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. And the NBA, unlike Major League Baseball, has a hard cap where there's some limitations under what you can or cannot pay players. And so all of a sudden you have to find other ways, you know, maybe around the rules a little bit. Whereas right. in Major League Baseball, you know, for Mike Trout, you just back up the Brinks truck and say, here, have some cash. And in basketball, one single player moving can make all the difference yep. in the world. And in baseball, uh, that doesn't always work out that way, you no. know. How are your angels doing? Uh, they're not playing right now. It's the off season, Gordon. I know you've been trying to follow baseball a little bit more closely over the past couple of years, but it actually ended a while ago. I, I didn't mean right and this minute. I meant how have they been doing, even though they have the best player in baseball. And just to, looks just, like they had a good Christmas. Just to uh, further update good you on, on the baseball season, your Phillies were hot garbage. And they basically wasted hundreds of millions of dollars on a player. <laughs> In fact, uh, the, the your best player's former team won it all. So. And that's true. 
was actually a better team for having lost him. Well, it's pretty hard to argue. Just wanted to put that <laughs> but out But you never know what might happen next time around. There's always next year. My, Ask any Cubs fan. My Expos are World Series champions, and your Phillies are paying Bryce Harper a lot of money. I, I hate fine. to tell you this, but your Expos don't exist anymore. They do, and they just won the World Series championship. At least you stopped wearing the cap. I still have it around. I haven't seen you wear it in a while. He wore that thing. That's a good point. He wore the thing for, what was it, how many weeks in a row? Uh, until it started to glow in the dark. <laughs> I'm going to bring it back out just because you guys are busting my chops now. What, your Walgreens said? Very funny, Gordon. Just because your Phillies are, are just not good. Doesn't mean you have to lash out at the rest of us, especially the rest of us that are World Series champions. No, I, we did it. See, this is why. <laughs> this is why. This is why Jake hates his friends' teams because he's afraid they're going to act like him. I don't know what you're talking about. Coming up next, Kristen Kinney. I got to look. You waited a long time for that. I did. I waited a long like time. All suffered. nine days of September. <laughs> Just suffered. I mean, watching night in and night out. Um, I, Kristen meant, I Ke- meant historically speaking. Oh, excuse me. All right. AT&T Sportsnet. Kristen Kenny is going to join us coming up next. 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone.